This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Liverpool 3, Wolves 1. A win on the final day for the Reds, but pipped to the post again by a point. I'm Guy Clark. Welcome along to the post-game podcast here on the Blood Red channel. Coming up, we'll react to the Reds' 3-1 win over Wolves with Sadio Mane, Mohamed Salah and Andy Robertson all on the score sheet at Anfield. We'll hear from Jurgen Klopp's press conference, bring you the latest on Thiago Alcantara's injury scare ahead of the Champions League final. Us uh, Reds watching on have their say. As ever, though, our first stop is Anfield. And there, waiting for us, is the Echoes Liverpool correspondent, Paul Gorst. The post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel. Liverpool may have beaten Wolverhampton Wonders 3-1 in Anfield this afternoon, but their quadruple dream is over after uh, Manchester City fought back from two goals down against Aston Villa at the Etihad to make sure that it is their name on the Premier League title instead of Liverpool's. Uh, in many ways, Liverpool should never really have had the opportunity to fight for the Premier League title on the last day of the season. They were uh, 14 points behind in the middle of January and slowly but surely forced a response to take it to within a point on the final day. And um, for quite a while, it looked as though it was going to be Liverpool's day. Uh, Villa raced into a two-goal lead at the Etihad um, and that was a, a stunning development down the other end of the M62. But Liverpool needed to keep up their end of the bargain if they were to have any chance and they went back behind early on through Pedro Neto um, inside three minutes actually um, Canate caught under a long ball um, Raul Jimenez crossed for Neto to score uh, but Liverpool you never really felt that um, they were going to um, suffer defeat you know, particularly 1-0 at that stage Liverpool kept probing and prodding and eventually forced an equaliser through Sadio Mane after a wonderful backheeled through ball from Thiago uh, he went off Injured uh, towards the end of the first half, we're waiting to hear the latest on him over the coming days. But Jürgen Klopp didn't sound too positive ahead of the Champions League final next week. Uh, James Milner came on in his place, and Liverpool continued to uh, press and probe for the second goal. And um, all the while, the news was filtering through that Villa went one 0 up and then two 0 up, and it was looking like the only thing that could stop Liverpool would be their own kind of anxiety. But uh, they weren't really creating too much, in all honesty. Um, the crowd went through a full range of emotions at Anfield on the day before uh, Mohamed Salah off the bench. Uh, he finally poked home and made a 2-1 before Andy Robertson sealed the victory late on. But uh, down the other end of the M62, Man City were able to rouse a, a stunning response in fairness. They turned it around from 2-0 down to 3-2 up and it is them who secure the Premier League title. So it's not to be for Liverpool on the league front, but of course... Having already won the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup, they now go to Paris for the Champions League. It could still be an incredible season for Liverpool. It uh, already has in many ways. Um, obviously, a first FA Cup since 2006 and a first League Cup since 2012. But uh, the big one is the one they want now in Paris. Off they head. Uh, it's finished here in Anfield. Liverpool 3, Wolves 1. But uh, in the other crucial game of the day, it's finished um, Manchester City 3. Aston Villa too, so Liverpool finish as runners-up once again. But uh, that won't dampen the enthusiasm next week and Liverpool turn their attentions to Paris. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't to be in the end, you must be incredibly proud. Yeah, I am. Of course I am. Uh, it's, uh, the boys played an incredible season. The whole journey of 21-22 so far is absolutely exceptional. I think the game today showed again so much about these boys. We conceded an early goal which uh, 
gave us a knock, I have to say. Um, didn't play football really, didn't play, uh, not like we usually play. Um, have to take off um, Thiago early, which is not helpful. And then um, you still find a way. It's absolutely, absolutely outstanding. And 92 points obviously is, 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 is crazy um, with all the games we played. So, yes, I'm proud, but I'm disappointed, of course, as well. So, there are, there are more, maybe worse scenarios if you would have been a point up. And don't make it that might feel even worse, but apart from that, it's, it's, it's not cool. But it's not completely unexpected, obviously. It was clear before the game that a lot of things have to happen. Um, I said it, don't forget it, but I said it in all interviews already, and I will say it here as well, of course. Congratulations to Man City, uh, Pep Guardiola, all staff, all players, um, whole club, for, uh, um, for being champion. Um, and we were close, but in the end, not close enough. That's how it is. Don't, not good, but I, I cannot say more. So he was outside with the families. <laughs> had his little girl on the shoulder so he could walk. That's obviously a good sign. All the rest we will see from tomorrow. Yeah, could you just talk, talk to the, like the sort of emotion of the day in terms of when you heard the noise sweeping around the stadium and what it was like to be involved in because there was a, there was a point when it looked like it was going to happen for you? I can imagine it was much worse for the people that were at home and the tellies wherever over the world, all the Liverpool fans when you when Aston Villa is tuned up and you think, okay, wow, that could really be I was not really aware of it. In my mind it was one nil. So and even they could have it's called the equalizer, I didn't know that. So I heard now all the story only after the game. Um there was one moment when it was first three two I heard 3-2 and then it was for a second, I don't know why, who started it, the second where we, I thought they, they equalised again. Um, yeah, it was a good moment, but it was only a second and then everybody went, nah, nothing happened. So, um, yeah, so I would, with all the things I would have preferred actually that they, they are five minutes up after ten minutes and then you play the game and it's, and it's fine. Um, so it makes it, of course, more difficult. But the season was, was so it's so close, so tight. Moments, decisions, these kind of things. When you are one point only apart, um, how I, what I learned about life is if you stay um, on track, if you keep going, you get a reward. Not today, um, the maximum reward. But we will get it. That is about us to 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 keep going, and that's what we will do. Sorry. Or part of the body, I guess. Yes, lower part of the body. <laughs> no, I I know it, but I actually don't want to talk now about it because that um, that we will see. Let's just give us a chance to have the. Um, it makes uh, the news not better or worse. Um, we we want to wait until we know more about it, and then you get. The information as well. Do you think uh, against any team other than Manchester City, you might have won two more titles? Of course. Yeah, that's not okay. okay. It's hypothetical because then it would be another team probably. I don't think the league would have 19 teams then. But yes, um, it's not unlikely. But it's not the thing I have now in my mind in the moment. If you wouldn't ask, I wouldn't say say these kind of things. So. Um, 
possibly. Any final ones, guys? You have to speak louder. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was in a loud stadium. Sorry. Given the situation for at least next week, yeah, these competitions have nothing to do with each other. So if you, um, this this season is absolutely incredible and will end not today, it ends next week, obviously, and there we will try absolutely everything, whatever. It's not never ever happened before that you go completely without knocks into a final. We had we had our knocks, obviously. Diff is definitely out. For the final, because he had um, in the last second of the, of the session yesterday, he had a muscle injury, so that will not uh, the five days will not be enough for him. Apart from that, I think um, hopefully Thiago as well all have a chance and then we will prepare. So this season is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Be there. It's tough. You saw it today, and the the the, the early goal didn't help. <laughs> it didn't help us. In the end, who cares? When you score the goal, you win the game, and that's it. Um, no, we will. We have. We will have now five days to prepare the final. That's what we will do, and then we face an incredible, experienced team. But um, that's okay. And that's really okay. And of course, losing the league today um, increased the desire to put it right next week. The post game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Hi there Reds, it's Asim from uh, Twitter, Asim Forever LFD. As I drive back from Anfield, I see fellow fans feeling subdued and myself too. I feel heartbroken as we were so close but yet so far. But at the same time, we should be feel so proud of this team. Rocking up 92 points in a season where we've been conquering good competitions is unbelievable. But what a frantic and outlandish day full of twists and drama. And that's what we needed going into the last day because we were the ones we were, who were one point behind and we got it. Focusing on our game firstly, we fell behind through a counter from Wolves in what was a re reoccurring theme throughout the day in terms of them getting through our press via Neves in the middle, Neto running behind in that space vacated by Trent and having Jimenez who up top who was giving our centre-backs a headache. But we played with intensity like we do. This team never gives up, it's not supposed to. And we got an equaliser through Mane the row in Anfield when Villa went up front, one up front, was unbelievable. And that feeling of it's happening brought so much hope amongst the fans. And then when Villa went 2-0 ahead, you start thinking, crikey, we need to do our job first. And we did. But fair play and congratulations to City. We have to appreciate we're up against a juggernaut and it boils down to fine, fine margins. We can nitpick as much as we like and some will do. The draws against Brighton and Brentford stick out. But we can't and we shouldn't do that. To achieve 92 points, like I said, and not win the league is cruel. But it's also elite level sport where it boils down to one moment of madness. And that moment came for City after getting three goals in five minutes and set them, sent them on top of the world. This isn't the end for us though. As deflated as we are today, we have to remember we've got a final in Paris next week. Thiago's injury is concerning for us, but we need to keep our heads up and Klopp won't allow anything else. Our season needs to end in euphoria. This journey deserves to be deserves to have a happy ending and we need to believe it will. We dust ourselves off and we move to Paris in quest for our seventh European Cup. You'll never walk alone. Hello, Alex Watts, sometimes from Did It Cross the Line podcast. Oh, so we're all feeling absolutely gutted right now, aren't we? I'm sure. Um what a ridiculous final day of football that was. Um 
We definitely can't say that the last day didn't bring the drama it promised. I'm sure the Premier League bosses were absolutely loving watching this all play out. It ended up being one of the wildest final days of the season ever, but ultimately too good to be true for us, unfortunately. Um, Listen, for Man City fans, that must feel incredible. I won't be giving them too much praise for the comeback for obvious reasons, but... Villa capitulating was an absolute sickener, wasn't it? Obviously, a shame Stevie couldn't just sub himself on and get a, a goal uh, to equalise, but some serious time wasting from City at the end of the game too, that's to be expected. The the state of the ref blowing up so soon in stoppage time was ludicrous as well, but hey, I'm also not trying not to think about a certain handball decision that went their way earlier in the season that would have swung the title race in our favour, but at least Pep can convince himself he got another underdog win this season, so... Yeah, anyway, that's the bitter side of me coming out. You can tell I'm devastated about the way it all played out today, but very proud of this team. Another incredible season under Klopp regardless, and we can still go and win the Champions League yet and come away with three trophies from this season. And hopefully it makes these lads even more determined not to lose next weekend, you know, We wouldn't have expected to have pushed City like this back in January, that's for sure. The title race looked done and dusted then. But yeah, the the game and the day itself today, to reflect a bit, first of all, my nerves after that first half, I'm sure every other red was the same because I hadn't actually seriously considered that Aston Villa would actually score and go ahead in that game like you hope going into a day like today, but it always felt like a bit of a misguided hope. There was obviously all the narrative of Gerard and Coutinho, who did end up getting a goal in the end, um, it being Grealish's former club, etc, etc. But I felt like City would probably be about 5-0 up by half-time. And then all of a sudden, City were um, 1-0 down. Um, and it felt like, what if we don't hold up our end of the bargain and we don't actually go and win our game? That's going to be worse. That will be even harder to take. And then, of course, Villa ended up going two up in the second half. The whole thing was mad. Um, on our side, Thiago had to go off at half time. Milner comes on. Thiago getting a knock six days before the Champions League final is definitely a worry. But one to worry about in the next couple of days, that one, I think. Let's focus on this for now. But also funny that... The lad to Anfield knew before me what the score was um, in the other game. I imagine a lot of people watching at home or in the pub were the same because I wasn't thinking to check the scores in the City game because, again, I hadn't seriously imagined that Villa would actually go ahead. Um, It just seemed too fanciful, really. I genuinely thought City would end up walking it. So in that sense, them coming back obviously feels worse in a way. And you do sometimes reflect (laughs) and think... It's mad as a kid that I decided to follow this sport and this particular team and thus put myself through the stress and anxiety of watching a game like this in a final day. Um, Why do we do it to ourselves? You wonder sometimes. It really is the hope that kills you. And obviously... Wolves scoring that early goal, which was almost inevitable in a way. You just had to laugh, really, because a lot of the pre-match narrative had had kind of forgotten that Wolves did actually need to be beaten for any of this to actually matter. Um, Canate just misjudging that header, unfortunately. Um, And Liverpool have now fallen behind in 
five of their last six games, I believe, which is obviously a slight concern given who we're playing next. Although, I suppose against Real Madrid, it'd probably be worse to be 1-0 up in stoppage time against them because they'd just activate comeback mode, wouldn't they, and take it to extra time. So, who knows? But um, Sadio Mane obviously got the equaliser after that ludicrous backheel flick from Thiago. Um, then Salah comes on, gets the goal, puts his 2-1 up. Uh, his celebration, he definitely thought were in pole position at that point. You could tell from his disappointment afterwards that someone had then told him that City had taken the lead in that game. Um, but he got his goal, got his golden boot, and he looks in good form again ahead of the Champions League final, which is what you want to see. Hilariously, from our side, if you look at the final score of 3-1, it looks like it was quite comfortable today, when of course it was anything but, but... At least we did our job. It would have been worse if we'd drawn and, you know, we hadn't got that win. So you could obviously see how gutted the players were after the game. But the send-off for Origi was great. You know, he is a legend of this club. He's done so much for this city too. And he'll be remembered as such. Football without Origi is nothing, of course. James Milner looked very emotional at the end too. So he might be off. Who knows? But... Yeah, it's a very strange feeling, this one, because I went into the day not thinking anything would happen. Then we've ended up coming so much closer than we actually expected. And it does feel worse because of it. But we regroup, you know, we could go and win our seventh European Cup next weekend. So I think we'll be all right. Um, us not winning the quadruple is obviously a big trophy for Man United supporters, though. So at least they've got that. Um, from City's point of view... Um, Another close title race. We pushed them all the way. Pep looked stressed at the end. So I'm hoping we finished them off even further and we can just cruise to a Premier League title again next season. Who knows? We can but dream. But anyway, I'm going to go have another beer to try and calm down a bit after all that drama and disappointment. Here's to a genuinely incredible season, despite what happened today. Another final to come next weekend. Up the Reds. Hello, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. A kick in the teeth, a punch to the gut, a sock in the jaw. I think that under any other manager, woe would be almost overwhelmingly us right now with Aston Villa's dodgy defending, letting Pep and his Manchester City oil-rich technicality FC retained the Premier League trophy by a single point. A point which could be attributed to any number of bad luck stories, woeful officiating or other. But, but, this is Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool. And we are supporters of Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool FC. We cannot and will not allow ourselves to wallow in the pit that John Moss and friends have so kindly dug out for us. No, we must actually rejoice. Rejoice in the glory of our boys who have given us more thrills and spills than we could ever have dreamed of. And we know that under Jurgen Klopp, being Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool FC, we will be back next year. The fire of hunger burning a permaglint 
in our collective eye as we once again try to save the English Premier League from becoming a boring monopoly dominated by the aforementioned Technicality FC. Actually, we'll be back next week in a place where Technicality FC would love to be. We have a final to win. We, the fans, get to watch our boys fight like lions once more. The only real and true sadness will be after that, when we won't get to see our boys in action again for ages. This is Owen from Cop On Podcast saying bravo Liverpool, what a ride, what a team, what a season. I'm so very proud. Owen from Cop On there following on from both Alex Watt and Asim. Into the Blood Red Podcast Facebook group we head then and Jonathan Ho writes, well done to our boys for pushing the most expensively assembled squad in the history of football who continue to break new records for the money they spend on players. Yes, they play good football and can produce moments like today, but you have to expect it with the quality they've brought in. Pep's work wonders with his players, but it'll always be tarnished by this very fact. It'll never go away and our mere existence will continue to plant those seeds of doubt and the insecurities that are deep down eating away at Pep. Naturally, I'm gutted. I went into today thinking we had no chance, but the event sucked me in emotionally. Now I'm a little bit bitter, but trying to crawl out of this moment with pride over what we represent, not just to ourselves, but also to football itself. Next year will be harder with Holland in their squad. Absolute joke. However, we've done it before, and I hope this disappointment fuels the flames to go into it hard next season. David Jones says, and that's that, guys. That was even worse than the Brighton fiasco a few years back. And finally, Darren Bell says, we took it to the wire and won two trophies with a Champions League final still to go. I class that a great season. You'll never walk alone. To join the group, just head to Facebook, search for the Blood Red podcast. And who knows, your thoughts could very well feature here on post game. Steve Dawson on Liverpool's win over Wolves that wasn't good enough to win the Premier League title. There were so many times, weren't there, where um, we thought maybe we'd done it. The two goals that Villa scored, then that fake cheer that went round the ground <laughs> that gave everybody the impression that Villa had equalised to make it 3-3. I was looking at my phone, waiting, waiting, waiting for the, the figure to Change from two to three, but didn't come. And uh, very sad. But Liverpool have no reason to be sad, really, beyond what's happened on the day. It's been a superb season. We've um, we've made a couple of purchases in Ibrahima Kanate and Luis Diaz that have clearly strengthened the squad. And I, I certainly think we have to make more purchases in the summer. We have to do something with our midfield. Um, at least one top quality midfielder I think needs to arrive at the club and I'm confident that that will happen but let's not be too despondent Uh, the Champions League is still just six days away and there's all sorts that can happen there I was I was what was I 10 years old in 1977 I remember crying in my front room when Manchester United beat us in the FA Cup final 
and that prevented us from ultimately doing the treble, which at the time would have been an historic treble. We'd won the league. I think we'd beaten Wolves. I might be wrong about that, but we'd beaten somebody <laughs> to win the league that day. And uh, we would go on to win the European Cup in Rome against Borussia Mönchengladbach. But Manchester United denied us that treble. And we've been denied a quadruple here. But when you're denied the quadruple by a point, it means you've got an exceptional team. And we do have an exceptional team. And we have an exceptional manager. Just watching Jürgen go around to do the, the lap of honour at Anfield. And, you know, he's, he's there with, obviously with the players, but the wives and the kids. And it's like he's everybody's daddy. I mean, he's so loved at Anfield. And talk about the signings of Konate and Diaz. Biggest signing we've made this season and for many, many a year is the extension to Jurgen Klopp's life at Anfield. And I just can't wait for the rest of it to come. Roll on Paris. See you there. At Galasahi on Twitter. G-U-L-A-S-A-H-I. Steve Dawson wrapping things up for this Premier League campaign then for the Reds here on postgame. So it's heartbreak in the league. The quadruple may have gone, but the treble still very much on. All roads lead to Paris. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.